Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Wayland State Bank. Over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. They fix what they sell and don't in their full-time repair shop. McDonald Boneyard in Kyoto for all of your auto and farm machinery recycling needs. And B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops present Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. Today, I'm on the road in Boone, Iowa, and I've got a ticket for me and a ticket for you. So let's go take a train ride. Let's look at the Railroad Museum. And one more thing to say here, all aboard! Gives you the feel of an old time train depot. This is a GP9 control stand, and this unit was the heart of this diesel locomotive. It controlled speed, direction, it was the command center of the unit. So you really had to know what you were doing there. Several levers, a lot of switches and of course gauges. The Scenic Line, Boone and Scenic Valley Railroad. Check it out, folks. This is the train. Riding on today. Remember the Rock Island line? It's a mighty fine line. Watch your step. Hat on, that means you're part of the working crew. We're on there. So, see the star pattern? Gary, Gary's the engineer today. 
See? He's going to try to pass. He's working. So, welcome. So, my name is Bill. I'm your conductor this afternoon. So, we uh, welcome you to the Boone Scenic Valley Railroad. A little nicer day than some of the right bright guys had in the middle of the week. So, good summer day in Iowa here. So, how many of you, this is the first time you've ridden with us? Good. We're in this together. Me too. So, so I've been a volunteer up here about 23 years on it. So, we appreciate it. You have an all-volunteer crew here today. So, we have it. So, how many of you know a little bit about railroad history, a little railroad terms? Anybody? Gary's the engineer today. What is an engineer called? Anybody? Another strike counter trying to hide there. <laughs> Anybody? What a, what's the engineer called? No, I'm the conductor. See that? See the sign? There's no bill in for there's there's my sign so on there, so I know my job today. Conductor is called a hogger. H-O-G-G-E-R. Okay? How about in a cab with the with the engineer and the locomotive is somebody else? Who's that? Come on, come on. Fireman. So in the old days, the fireman was there. He would shovel coal or he'd throw in wood on there. Thus, his name was the Bakehead because he stuck his head by the oven all the time. The, the brakeman is called a brakey or he's called a knuckle knocker because you see the knuckle couplers on, a, on the cars the brakeman puts the cars together and does the brake inspection. Now the most important one, right Gary? The guy in charge. So, what is the conductor called? Anybody? Normally I hear boss on earth. Conductor's in charge of train. Anything goes wrong, it's my fault on there. No matter what, it's my fault. So, but I have a very experienced crew today, so I don't worry too much on there. Anybody? What a conductor's called? Conductor is called the monkey, because I am wearing the monkey suit. So those of you in the caboose, we have a bar that goes across the top that we use for stability when we're walking or, or riding in there. That's called a monkey bar, because the monkey hangs on the monkey bar. So those of you that are riding in the Rock Island caboose, you will have a monkey bar up there for that to do it. So anyway, those are the four crew members that are, that are normally assigned on a train today. So this is the old Fort Dodge Des Moines Southern Railroad. Originally started off as the Boone County Coal Company Railroad, 1892. At, and it started at Fraser, where we're gonna end up today. We're gonna drop down a little over 200 feet from elevation from here down to the Des Moines River Valley. We're gonna cross the Des Moines River on there, but we're gonna go along, and along the route in the early 1900s, there were 19 coal mines from this point down to Frazier. So if you don't know, Iowa was one of the leading, was the sixth leading coal producing states in the nation in the late 1800s, early 1900s. These were, these were um, shaft mines, so they were generally 75 to 250 feet deep. And so they work down there on it. You're going to hear an automated tour on a train as we go across Marion, as we go by the greenhouses out there. You're going to, it's going to tell you shortly afterwards, look on the left side, 
you'll see the tailings of one of those little coal mines. It is on Coal Road, out on the western side of Boone. How many of you know the name John J. Hill? Any of you watch American, American Castles on there? Anybody? John J. Hill? How many of you have been to Glacier National Park? You know the old historic cabins out there? Those were built along the Great Northern Railroad, which John J. Hill helped really helped develop and promote Glacier National Park. So those old historic lodges out there, you can fortunately contribute to John J. Hill. He was the owner of the Great Northern Railroad on there. And the Great Northern Railroad was in, based in Minnesota. He was looking for sources of coal for his railroad. Before that time, they would have to get coal from, from southern Illinois or the Appalachian area. The Des Moines River Valley here is just full of coal deposits. And so he helped sponsor a lot of the coal mines in Iowa. We're going to go to Fraser. You're going to hear on a tour. Fraser is one of the boomer bust towns of Iowa. In the early 1900s, it had a population somewhere around 2,000, 2,500 people. Today, it's less than 100. So down at Fraser, there were actually six coal mines, three up at Pilot Mound, two south. So that area where we're going to stop was very rich in coal on there. So you'll get to see that on it. 1906, this line became electrified. If you look down, you look east, you can see the overhead wires down there. So if you're here on a Saturday, we run electric service. We are unique on the railroads. We have electric motor power. We have diesel electric. It's pulling you today, and then hopefully, Gary, in August, and coming this, up here this fall. This fall, we will have our steam engine back filling in. So we hope to have it. If any of you have, that was about $140,000 repair on it to do it. Any of you have a checkbook, we will be glad to take that. We take credit cards too on there to do that. So uh, it's been an effort. We appreciate your business. After a couple years of COVID, we kept the doors open, and that's about it. So we really do appreciate your business here today. So again, this is the old Fort Dodge Des Moines and Southern Line from 1906 until 1968. It was electric from 1906 until 1955, and primarily it was the interurban streetcars. And so they also had freight locomotives, but there were, there were no steam engines on this line. So this was an electrified line on it. And down at Fraser was the power plant. And it provided all the power for 160 miles of the railroad. The railroad basically ran Fort Dodge to Des Moines. In the early days, you would have taken every, on every hour on the hour, one car would have left Fort Dodge, one would have left Des Moines. They generally met at Fraser, where we're going to stop today on there. So that, that was the route on it. At one time, the speed limit, they could get up to 60. Average speed was 45 to 47. We're not going to do that today. So we're going to go a brisk eight miles an hour. <laughs> so it's enjoyable time on there. So uh, Now the important thing. Be very careful boarding the steps on there to do that. And particularly parents, watch detraining. Kids like to get on these steps and slip down. They put their foot at the edge of it and slip down. These steps are very unforgiving on there. You are looking at youngsters. This little girl here, right here, 97 years old. This is the youngster, 95 on there. 
So the cars were historic preservation uh, society on there. If you like to work on old girls, like to keep a 97-year-old girl up looking pretty, we would love to have you on there. Or if you want to wear a monkey suit, we can arrange that as well, too. So, the last important thing before I get you onto the train is you have to have that little yellow ticket when I come through. If you do not have that yellow ticket as the captain of the train, it is my choice for to put you off. I prefer the 156-foot high bridge. <laughs> There's not much water in the creek today, so your Olympic dive is going to be very good on there. Very shallow. Should I miss you on that, I have the option to throw you off into the Des Moines River. You have a better chance there. There's a little water. It might be five feet deep up in deepest channel right now. So again, I would do a very shallow dive on there to do it. Okay? There are restrooms. Best restrooms are in the depot or in the museum. You still have time by my watch. Where's my stripe pattern there? There's the stripe pattern, right? So we got 16 minutes till this train pulls out of here. So you got plenty of time. Other thing, we have a concession car, but we do not have enough volunteers to man it. So if you make sure you have water or something to drink, because nothing is sold on the train. You still have time in, in the uh, gift shop there to purchase anything. There's a water fountain over on the side. So make sure you stay hydrated today, okay? Now, last thing. If you are Rock Island Caboose, Valley View, the open air car, 9101 or 2584, you're on the east side of that noisy car down there. If you are 96, car 96, the climate control car, 3213, 3218, 3238. You're on the west side of that noisy car down there. If you are in car 96, I'm going to have you board in, down there where Brian is, by uh, fireman who is down there, and you'll board in that last green car. You'll walk through it, and 96 is that double decker down there. Okay? Restroom, best restroom on the train would be either 96 or this car here. There is another one in 32 Okay, what does the conductor say before everybody gets on? We've got a volunteer here. We need a little more gusto. Ready? One, two, three. All aboard. You might be in a B range at conductor school. That is not a satisfactory grade today. So how about get that diaphragm ready. Work. Ready? One, two, three. All aboard! That is in the A range. You are good. Okay. All aboard. I will see you. Remember to have that little yellow ticket when I come through. Well, here we go. We are leaving the depot.
wild flowers and colorful butterflies. A wide variety of Iowa prairie flowers grow along the tracks. If you're interested, there are posters in the concession rail car that provide you with detailed information about the flowers and butterflies. We are higher than the trees, folks. Suddenly got a lot quieter on the train.
that was a fun time here today. I tell you what, I could show you a little bit. I couldn't show you all. I encourage you to come to Boone, Iowa, and check it out for yourself. This episode of Southeast Iowa today was brought to you by Griner Auto Body, Car Doctor, Wayland State Bank, uh, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, McDonald Boneyard, Girling Repair, B&B Propane, and the family of Jet Stops. I'm your host, John Bain. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.